conversation because I was like, bro, hold on. Let me just throw this tidbit in. It'll hit. And now we'll be back on, but it never hit. I, with my friends, and when I know they're wrong or I strongly feel about something, I now am more mature to just be like, okay. And then I let the cards play out how they do. And then, you know, motive and likely I'm always right. Even if it's just a friend, though, but I don't know. When this this my boy that plays sports, that we've had conversations. So I just look at it like you're in my circle, so you're making me look crazy. Like, that's the way I look at it. Like, we boys. That's why, to me, when it's someone you know and closer, like, you got to let it go versus, like, a complete stranger where I can just be like, block, whatever, you know. I don't block them because I let them see how well i'm doing but that's the same way i feel i don't i try not to block anybody i have two people blocked and it was only because i was like y'all probably lurking doing some something that y'all ain't got no business doing no but it is frustrating like you said when you actually are having a debate and you're like okay show me your side and you're giving you know your friend these facts right and then they still do not mm-hmm. comprehend that's when it gets a little frustrating well, but and i brought up the fact that antonio brown tweeted like farewell to the steelers nation and all yeah. of that too can we like, talk about all his tweets too yeah, yeah. let's do that because let's do that on the and, social media kind yeah. of thing and them being out there so what what's the first thing that is he's tweeted farewell is that where we begin is that she where we want to start him, but i don't know what was sheesh um what started this whole thing with um you know what we've been yeah we've been talking about it for a while at least kind of just like alluding to it we've talked about Le'Veon bell a lot and what's been going on in that franchise in general but to keep it uh, all the way a thousand we've known that he doesn't want to be there yeah yeah so i I think now he's almost pulling the anthony davis ab is pulling the ad and he's (laughs) like and and I see AD getting a lot of credit this morning for speaking out and being as open as he was about his free agency. And again, I always point to the leagues, the NBA, you have a little bit more freedom to do that. The NFL, you don't, but Anthony or Anthony, but Antonio Brown is, is definitely pushing that. I think. I wish I had a team like a strong team right now. So I could be like, we'll take him. I want to. I'm a Packer fan, and you already know I'm over here. Like, I know I can feel it actually, but you used to the cold weather already. Come play. Who does not? His tweets with his quarterback too. So he is meeting with the owners, right? So if they decide to keep him, there's got to be some kind of come to Jesus. Oh yeah, that's not happening. But he did. He did respond and say, you know, there is no conflict. It's a mutual respect. Big Ben just kind of. Uh, what did he say? Wait he has an owner mentality. Yeah, that's the way that you call out anybody. His tweet. But verbatim. that's the way that you took that though. But no, I no, I know exactly what the tweet said. But that's why you took that though. That no, no, mutual no, no, no. respect thing. I took that as like the biggest jab, next to the Absolutely. owner mentality. No, I didn't yeah, take the it as owner a mutual mentality. respect. I said I said he's just saying what he said is there's no conflict, just a matter of respect. Yeah, in in sense saying. It's he a lack of to, it. Yeah, there's a lack. And okay, I just want to make sure that we all interpret it the same because way. Because he has this mentality, and that ain't cool with some people. Yeah, and owner's mentality was um strong word choice because we already compare, especially a black player, to already compare NFL owners to slave owners. And then to say that your quarterback, who's very, very close with ownership, has an has ownership an owner or has an owner mentality is scary that's borderline like what are you truthfully saying right now and ab has always been one in my opinion i've always felt like to speak his mind i felt like that was the one time that he flirted with an idea and was like nah 
I'm not going to really yeah. like. I think he really wants to say something about Ben, yeah. and he's just not saying well, it. Well, and that's what he said. So his twi- tweet really quick says, no conflict, just a matter of respect, mutual respect. He has an owner mentality like he can call out anybody, including coaches. Players mm-hmm. know this, but can't say anything about it. Otherwise, their meal ticket's gone. Yep. I said that very white. It's a dirty <laughs> game with a game within a game. Um, so that is obviously a perceived lack of yeah. respect there is what he's saying. Am I um, jumping I the gun this. by saying Big Ben retires and Antonio Brown stays at Pittsburgh? That's what I feel like AB would push for or, or could push for. But I feel like he – Because he does I, – I think um, – I don't think that's going to happen. I, by the way, I think that's like a 5% chance of happening. Yeah. He does want to work ben was behind – Ben Ben leaves. I, I think Big Ben leaving period is like a 10% chance. Yeah, but, um, he is that he – He just looks like a lifer right? stealer. He really? just looks yeah. like a he lifer does, stealer. He doesn't have it right now. Does What's what's his number Some could say? argue it. Really? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying some could some argue could he get, doesn't have it. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you. Like some could argue that – or I'm not – I don't know if I'm necessarily with you. I sat out this year, but um, a lot of people were saying that he is losing it. Yes. So I but mean, Dina, how do you feel? You you watch the Steelers enough? Because I don't. That's like why them. I wanted to know your opinion. I love hate the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This means the most to you. I feel like. Too. Right. Yeah. I don't like the NFL. NFL in general. I don't like all of like the drama and stuff in between, especially within teams and someone. Yeah. He's been there for nine years, so to have some drama and stuff go on between that, and for you, such an all-star athlete, to mm-hmm. want to be traded that way and be so open with it, that doesn't typically happen. And it's um, maybe not the history shows like they're not really so open as it is now. I I feel like. It is great that they can now speak their mind and be open more like how you said the NBA is like that. Um, but uh, I just don't want him to go to anyone else that we face. That's fine. With I was me. about to say, but you guys could possibly get him. He wants to go to Frisco, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like Green Bay him, should just make that move, period, just to go get him. San Francisco yes. would be really interesting. That I would think. be yeah. Really as a person who right. I'm in. Yeah, as a no, I'm not. Oh. But as a person who <laughs> as a person who has seen Colin Kaepernick run all over us and me looking at that 49er logo and mm-hmm. the fans coming out of nowhere and my dad telling me like even on the slide like nah they were around. It was just you know, it was in the nineties mm-hmm. and it was in the eighties. Like, right. So Let's he's see. he's filling me in and I'm sitting here like, they've been quiet for thirteen years. I ain't never heard them speak. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Once they got Jimmy G, I was like, oh, my God. So to get Antonio Brown, I'm not with it. I'm so not with it. Don't send him to the Bay. Please don't. I'm a fan of Jimmy G, obviously, because he was with us for a while. So it'd be great to see him get someone so high (laughs) to help him out there. No? No. 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 I'm with it because, (laughs) hey, if it goes around, it's totally fine with me. (laughs) No. So AB, come to GB. Medina, your boy uh, Brady better stay for another four years because we were talking about yeah. how he kind of pushed Jimmy out. Yes. Yeah. And that is. Yeah, um, he was like, yeah. listen, Bill, you it, aren't training anyone. I'm here for a long topic, time. Right? But he could was, burn the whole team. There's a possibility or a hope that we might get uh, the Patriots into my workplace to celebrate the win. And. My life dream is to to interview Robert Kraft. So if I could ever facilitate that, that is something that I would not want. I would want to ask him, but not ask him of how all of that went down. Because you know. really, you you Yo, know, right? I'm gonna you know. give you some. I don't know Brady's how often not. you guys interview like people in general. 
I'm going to be completely no, give honest us, with I you. Mean, give side us the pointers here and Let's there go. because it's at a work setting, so I can't technically interview them. Yeah. Yet. But so side que- so even side a side question is even better to it's all about the way that you phrase things. Right. It's like and I know it sounds like a but cliche craft like is question. Very crafty. I'm trying to think about I'm trying to think about a a, a wild no question that I didn't want to ask. Yeah, I'm trying to think about a, a question that I like a wild question that I asked, but I had to phrase it a certain way. Um, you guys might have to fill the air for a second because now that I'm trying to think about one, but I know for a fact that but, like you know what interv- you know what interviewing fighters after a loss oh, that's is I, very I was just particular. Well, you usually don't. I mean, I think there's a some of them are some of them it, don't mind don't, it. Yeah. Some of them actually don't mind it, especially the ones that are in the camera before the fight. Anyway, they know how it looks to not be in the camera after the fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. a lot of fighters really don't mind it, but you just got to be real particular. You got to be you got to be real precise in terms of you can't go in there and be like, yeah, he was tagging you with that left hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can you can say that he was really effective with that left hand. Did right. you did That's you pay good. attention to that coming in? Yeah. It means the same exact thing. You were getting tagged with it. But I'm not up in front of them, you know what I, I mean, saying that you got stick tagged to the with basics it. basics of it, unless it was something like, oh, you could totally tell that their whole game plan went out the window or whatever, you know, something mm-hmm. just kind of more, not necessarily too general where it's not a good question, yeah. but yeah, not just be like, yo, you get, yeah, you got it handed yeah. to you in there. What what happened? Exactly. <laughs> like, why'd you lose your game plan? <laughs> exactly. But to go back to Medina's whole thing, she would never get an uh, honest answer, right? No one will ever get an honest answer. From craft? Yes. From craft that way. No, I don't think About so. that situation. Because I've looked craft. it up, too, and I've kind of... No, what, you think maybe won't. if she... She's very She said ever, though. Oh. She I said ever. Okay, so I mean, after... As a reporter or... After see, this he is, retired... See, this is the after, reason why I thought about it. Because you said on a side question. Uh, yeah. This is my point. If you friend, are so handing... Like, no. That's what I'm saying. If you're handing him bottles during a celebration and you and you guys just happen to be in a cut you and you be that? like hey like you know what i mean yeah. like because for instance to, to to be a to keep it a buck you got so much new england stuff you could honestly be like you know what i mean lifelong patriot fan i just have like a legit question and especially if it's just off to the side whatever whatever again i don't know him but let's say that what are the chances are that he gives you an honest answer you could go on this radio show tomorrow and say whatever you would say and it would be your word against his so again nobody would believe it so whether or not she he gave you the correct answer that's what i'm saying i believe in an interview setting would he give me that answer no in a setting with you at work he would after bill is gone after brady has retired do I feel like Kraft would sit down and explain what happened? I think Absolutely. after they were Okay, I think that's a very good point. That's where one point where everyone asked me why I became a Patriots fan, and it is a lot to do with, with the Kraft. franchise and how, yeah, with Kraft and how professional and how they run their team and their franchise. I, I'm hundred. He's such a cool dude. This like, cracks me up. That so championship chain is her dream. He still to has that chain. That, that championship chain. Is so chain. Who else would you want? Like who? Okay, really quick off the top of your head, mm-hmm. who would you want to interview? Like your I could think of a thousand Who would I want to interview be- me? Before No, to interview. To interview? Mine has always been Robert Kraft, like <laughs> since day one of college. But once you just said that. Like, now you do? Nah, it's once so you said cool. that, like well, once you said Rick, uh, yeah, once you said Robert this. Kraft and you mentioned the chain, I thought about just a fun interview to have. I thought about a couple of names. I always wanted to interview Snoop. I got to yeah. interview Snoop Dogg. I just feel like. Like especially being in LA, he's still in Vegas. That's really, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's that's really un- if you being go in over LA. there and, hmm? yeah cover like the kids he's really involved with youth yeah football. yeah my cousin actually so this is happening it's is not happen. yeah i'll about to say it's not necessarily okay. like far-fetched from the opportunity of me having it done but there's like only a couple of ways i want to actually present it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i want to make sure it's done right uh but just a fun interview that i've always wanted to do is rick flair <laughs> you know how many stories rick flair on, has yeah. did you see him i would love to invite rick flair to a podcast super bowl did you see him when he came on and was doing that game day stuff it was so funny. flair is crazy like charades. if i could interview flair or probably mark cuban those oh, would be man. some fun interviews. Like I, I said, I met Mark Cuban. He's a really good guy. Yeah. See, and that, I, those are some of the things that I hear I mean, about I can't him. Say he's so, like, yeah, I was about to say on but, public surface. That's what I right. keep hearing. Yeah. Now I have to think about this. We're gonna get back to this with the on our podcast yeah, because this is yeah, a fun. Yeah, that's a fun topic. I like it. it. I mean, back to it. The Antonio Tomlin said he is interested in moving on from Brown, but there's still obviously there's plenty of interest in Brown. Um, there's still three years and sixty million of cap space, and um, and a four-year extension that they had done in 2017. So it's a lot to take on with them. Wow, lot. But that is that's more than right? I thought. He's yeah, Antonio Brown. That's true. <laughs> um, hey, you know what's crazy? I'm so sorry. This is like super backtracking, but I just looked at my phone, and my dad's tipping is gonna be crazy later on because he has a question for medina specifically but um remember how we were talking about cowboy yes Do i need to prepare cowboy has the mo- nah okay. it's just it's just your personal your personal feelings and i think you actually might love it um so cowboy actually has the most head kick knockouts in ufc history my dad nice. said it didn't say how many but he was still looking for it my dad texted me back nine minutes later and said that out of those 10 knockouts, six of them were head kicks. Th- those were the points that I was making. Like, Connor can't Wait, come in there. Can you say that one more time? Um, out of those 10? Out of those 10 knockouts. Because he has ni- he's 19 and 4 in his UFC record. His UFC record is 19 and 4, 10 knockouts. Six of them were uh, head kicks. Okay. Wow. Like Connor can't come in there with the with the spilling with with the, with the spinning back foot. Like you can't go in there just winging it. With so after UFC 206, he has the most head kick knockout wins that that put him in, UFC in the lead. Isn't wasn't that when ain't that a, a Diaz uh, McGregor night too? Look look up the main event for UFC 206 really quick. I think that remember how I told you guys to look up the greatest combo in UFC history, like potentially with a question mark. They go to that fight, which was ended by a head. That kick. was UFC two hundred two. That was two hundred two with the combo that he had. That was the combo, and that was that was Diaz and uh, McGregor. Yeah, let me look. Con- and that's another reason why I want him to fight Connor. Cerrone has fought on a couple of McGregor cards. They've been building it for a while. Just let oh. them scrap. Yeah, two hundred two was Diaz and McGregor, yeah. and we're yeah. um. <laughs> and that was the one that Diaz lost i think that was the second one i think oh, that was McGregor the second fight. won that that was yeah. the second mcgregor won that one see yeah we need to go we need to actually the next but it went to decision yeah it, but if you watch that fight it wasn't as close i as, was in person and it yeah <sighs> how was it i've never Talk been to, to a fight you you've never been to a fight uh-uh. as Ooh. loud as the hockey pucks and stuff you can hear yeah. that that banging and just crack oh my god i don't know if i can handle it I, a lot of people so, say that but when it's tough like that and it's that bloody with certain, you know, like the fight I watched last night, mm-hmm. tough. Because some of the prelim fights where those were like, it's it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, that's rough. Yeah. But we were just it's talking very about- loud. And it, you think the stadium's loud and it's loud in general with the people, but 
the hits are so loud. And those gloves are so light, so it's just yeah, it's knuckle to face and wherever. Oh, I was crazy. being ringside at the Terrence Crawford Joe Horn fight, and again, this is probably not fair because I've only seen Joe Horn fight once, and I'm a Manny Pacquiao like fan, mm -hmm. so I understand why. I understand who he is. Trust me, I understand who he is. But um, that Terrence Crawford fight, like being so close and taking the pictures like i'm looking yeah. at t at bud and i'm looking at remember how we just said like cowboy i've seen his i've seen his eyes light up when he realizes mm -hmm. like a, like an opening that's what yeah. I, that's what i love about ufc you can see when they see the opening um you know what's funny so bud quick. had that look in his eye from like the third round on and i think he finished him in the ninth mm -hmm. so it was just one of those where as a matter of fact i have a picture where it was right before um shout out to robert bird who actually does our security too who was like a world championship boxing referee like that's wow. another story that's, that's awesome. another interview that yeah. like if i could sit down and get just stories from that man yeah absolutely but um right before he had jumped in but um was i don't know but was just kind of laying into him and it looks like jeff was kind of like like wobbling back and forth almost like i shouldn't even say wobbling but like he was swaying back and forth trying to move his head and he stood still for one second and the picture that i got is literally bud throwing a left straight and you see his eyes not only like they're wide open but you see his tongue out like ah so that, you can see the open and like being that that experience yeah changed it for me absolutely changed it because that's when i was like oh yeah that's like i'm trying to cover every fight that's crazy. Right. That's awesome that you actually like, got that photo. But the pic, I couldn't even use it because the picture was blurry because oh, he was moving so fast. Yeah. But it was one of those you see his eyes is clear as day, and it's oh that picture is insane. Um, but um, but back to AB. We were on AB. Say, we were on AB, and we keep going back to fights. Thank you, Dad. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, going back to AB, uh, Medina had a Medina had a point on that one. Um, um sorry, I or actually to you had brought up his tweet. Go ahead. I wanted to correct myself really quick because I was um bagging on uh Roethlisberger, but he actually did have the most passing yards this year this year with uh 5,129 and he beat Patrick Mahomes he had 5,097 I know I just pulled this up and I was like wow I should probably bite my tongue because I didn't so here's the thing though too so when they pass it let's say he makes like a five yard pass and they take it to Mm -hmm. Way down. Those all count as passing. Those are all passing yards. <laughs> yes, so, those are you know yards I mean? after catch. Those so, are yak. I wish it was not that set that way because, in that sense, Mahomes beat him by like. A lot. I didn't ever really <laughs> see uh, Roethlisberger go down the field that many times yeah. to to rack up that. I agree. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? So. When it comes to stats, and he had the weapons, wise, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'm not impressed in that he is number one there because he wasn't the slinger like, right before you know. Yes, like in the past. Um, so go ahead with the tweets from Antonio. What was Brand his last tweet was one to Steeler Nation was like, oh yeah, basically like a farewell. Thank you for the nine years. It's time to move on. To yes, move that's the one I need to oh, see. Oh, and I think that was actually in response too, because somebody somebody saying could it be rectified, and I think that was his response. So oh. let that speak for itself. Oh. Do you guys think, I don't want to, I know we're trying to stay away from too much drama, but do you think that the Steelers organization needs to be looked into with all of this being said? Just everything you think? Yeah. Yeah. I you would know what? Say. I mean, is it a bad culture and like it needs 
to be addressed or that's not happening. So there's no. I think throughout the year they've had a lot of I do too. drama in the. Me too. But you know and what's that's so weird not though? How you win. But they still do. And that's the reason why I'm going back to it because they continue to win. So I think anything done to Mike Tomlin would be. Did they make it to the crazy. playoffs this year? No, they did yeah, not. But fine. when was the last time that they did uh-huh. make it to the playoffs? I was going to say it's got to be the first time in. But in exactly. Years. No, but but this is my point though. But I'm not even going to lie. When you look at these two things, you could honestly and I and like I said, and I, I'm not even going to say I understand it. But if a person was to blow up the situation. You could definitely point to some things and say, oh, okay, I can see where, you know what I mean, this went left. But you could also look at this season and say it was so unorthodox. It was so out of the norm that, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. of course we had some situations. And not only did we have some situations, we were a game out. Week 17, we still yeah. had a shot. Like, so that's number one. But you know what I'm going to compare it to? And it's going to sound crazy. But you know when you're at your job? And just a lot of BS is going on. And you could just tell that one of them boring Saturday work meetings is coming. <laughs> yep. That's what they need. They need to sit down and reteach them how we are going to act in this organization. You don't That's... think they've done that? No. I mean, we'll have to look into it. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what would have been good hard no. for them this upcoming Because I think, you know why? <laughs> oh, you know great. why? Because I think That's so even many worse. people. How about to say, I'm going to wait. Maybe it's not. Because I'm actually, this, this, might, this little mini rant might take us into the break but the reason why i feel like that needs to be done is because so many people are afraid of confrontation so many people are afraid to be uncomfortable and i think if you force that meeting because you asked do i believe that it happened no because it would have blew up it's just sweeped under oh you're because it would have blew up we would have got it out immediately right that's what i'm saying because if we're sitting in this room and you're gonna tell me how to act and especially if i feel like i've been acting appropriately and i feel like somebody else hasn't and you're not saying it a b would have said something Maybe Le'Veon would have came. Like, well, these are the things that I'm yeah, thinking about. Yeah, because Le'Veon Bell held out for the entirety of 2000. He was like, I'm did chilling. You, did you expect that? For, no, I expected no. him to come back midway My through the year. My brother drafted him for his fantasy. And I'm trying not to pay attention. I keep hearing up. about that. And I was like, Le'Veon still ain't back. So I was always assuming like it would probably be like middle of the year so he can come back and I make something. I thought he would hold out to, what was it, eight weeks that he needed? Seven, eight weeks? Well, I got... I think he was supposed to was supposed to report back by I think the last week to report back was twelve, but he was supposed to report back by nine because it was right after the bye week. Nine, yeah. And so that was the last eight. part of the guarantee um, money, and then to show up for any money was, was the twelve. I, it was week twelve. My poor brother who drafted him was like, "Yeah, maybe he'll come." I was like, "Homie, you need to let him go." <laughs> you know, what? I drafted Ezekiel Elliott the year when he was suspended, oh. or the year when it was unsure if he I would know. be suspended, and. Just, Still was and a I was worthy like, draft pick. Yeah, consult me had, on what, five games. Six out? games, I think. Oh, yeah, man. and then he came back and still didn't matter. Yeah, but, but why um, did you consult me before? Yeah, I was like, call me. I mean, and I was just that morning talking about how crazy it is, and I was like, oh, Brown's not gonna be playing, or Bell's not gonna be playing, blah blah blah, and and then he came back and he's all excited, and I was like, have you? Did you do any research? That's so funny. <laughs> and he's usually so good with all of that, and he's he retains his memory with players and athletes and stats and everything so well like i said but and that one just went it, over yeah, his head like, Yo, he's like it's, it's not on Bell. i don't care i want him yeah. no one yeah. else is taking him exactly. yes I'm yeah. i got him in the first <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what speaking of that though i did a fantasy draft and this was years ago this was maybe 2014 and i was uh i knew what time the fantasy draft was going to start it was basketball 
So, you know, it's like 12 teams. We're going to run this relatively quickly. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I got to rush home. I got to rush home. I'm trying to get home and I'm looking at my because I can't draft on my phone. So I'm looking at my phone like, OK, I'm just going to watch the auto draft. Mm -hmm. The first pick was who was the first? First pick was Blake Griffin. And I was like, "Ooh, OK, I'm with that. Second pick was Michael Carter Williams. I think that was his rookie year. And I was like, OK, I'm with that. But I know he's a rookie. I think he's going to be a pretty good player. But second round okay something ain't yeah. right yeah third round was josh smith and i was like uh. Uh. fourth round was andrew bynum i sped home i was like y'all tripping i was like is andrew even playing this season <laughs> and in this is like no disrespect to andrew because he met him in high school actually stuck around like it was the, that was the one thing remember you we had the conversation if you've done anything wild like wild crazy i was in ninth grade maybe 10th and Andrew Bynum was there for um, a baseball game, just chilling in a ba for a baseball game. I had to report on the baseball game afterwards. My mom was, uh, my mom and dad were on their way to come get me, and um, they had called me. And ironically enough, I was I had interviewed them, so I was standing in front of them. So I was like, "You have never guessed who I'm standing in front of." So I had told her, and she was like, "What? Like you think he'll still be there when I'm there? Like I'm coming around the corner." Da -da -da -da. And I was like, "I don't know." So when we got through, I finished the interview, and I was like. Dang, like, my mom said she's right around the corner. Like, I'm not even going to ask you to wait, but it would be kind of dope if, like, if you she did? could see you. And he was, like, he had his hands in his pocket. And he was, like, uh. And he was, like, slowly walking to his car, and he waited. That's nice. And my mom, had, my mom pulled up. He walked to the car, shook How the How long hand. did he have to wait? 30 seconds. Oh, that's nice. So it was pretty cool. But you could just tell, like, he wasn't, like, when he got through the interview, he could have gotten his car and dipped out. Yeah. Um, But he was, like, you looking at me. You also could have like, just like hey i've got one more question for you and yeah. did a little filler and or like beefed and him you up know again what's yeah funny? thank you thank 13 you 13 years old you, never yeah, registered i guess you're right never registered i was just like i had one question because especially with him being a basketball player like i'm not even gonna ask you what you think too much of the and team also like, help me tie my shoe while i wait for my mom yeah at this point i'm like i don't really know uh are you sure that that's your I jacket like, you didn't I leave like your jacket that your over mom there? asked Asked you, or not asked you, but said that'd be really cool if he was still there. Yeah, she was like, that'd be, you know what I mean, kind of cool if he was still, you know what I mean, there. And I could see him, and I was like, I don't really know. He's probably busy, but we'll go from there. But we'll try. All right, let's take a break. We still have so much to talk about. We still got to talk about the Steelers and figure yes. this out. And then I still want to do win totals. <laughs> How are we going to figure it out? They can't figure it out. Baseball. We got it. We got it for them. <laughs> You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Ninety-one point five Jazz and More is proud to celebrate Black History Month as we highlight local events and impactful individuals. Aretha Franklin was an African American singer, songwriter, civil rights activist, and pianist who's known as the Queen of Soul. She started her musical career in the mid nineteen fifties and is known for hits like Respect, Think, A Natural Woman, and countless others. Franklin stood up against injustice and the mistreatment of colored people. In addition to her song Respect, becoming the anthem for social change. Here's to you, Aretha Franklin. Thank you for your contributions to Black History. For more interesting facts and local Black History Month events, visit our website at 915jazzmore.org slash Everyone is talking about healthcare these days. America spends twice that of other developed countries on our healthcare system, yet our health ranks near the bottom. How can we stop spending so much and getting so little? 
Shifting to a system based on primary care can help fix the problem. Patients with a primary care doctor live longer, healthier lives and are less likely to suffer from cancer, heart disease, or stroke. Primary care that is comprehensive and coordinated also saves money. Patients who have a primary care doctor spend 30% less on health care than patients who don't. States with a high number of primary care doctors have lower health care costs and higher quality care. Primary care can help make America healthy again. To learn more about the benefits of primary care, visit www.healthisprimary.org. This message is brought to you by America's Family Physicians. Foster children look and act just like other children, only their story is different. Their families are going through hard times, and until things get better, they need to live with people who could take care of them and make sure they're safe. Foster parents care about making the future better for these kids. Across rural Nevada, there are many children who need your help, including teens and sibling groups. Please help write a new chapter to a child's story and become a foster parent. Visit the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services online at dcfs.state.nv.us or call 888-423-2659 to find out more. Find out more about becoming a foster parent today and help kids find the safe, loving home they deserve. Sponsored by the Nevada Division of Child and Family Services through a grant from the Administration of Children and Families, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV. You're here with Chatterbox, Terrell Emerson, Alex White. I'm Alex White and Medina Rose. So we're going to wrap this up really quick. I just want you guys' opinion. Where do you see Antonio Brown going and how long do you think he still has in his career? Am I going first? Well, we we just talked about it. So Brown is 31. 31. And they're saying that that receivers stop producing after 33. The only producer, the only receiver to produce after the age of 33, I think, was at the age of 33, and or whatever the case may be. And it was Jerry Rice, and the only person who's comp exactly, and the only person who's comp right now is AB. Mm -hmm. So the question now becomes: If a team does trade for him, how long are you going to get out of him? Um, I'm going to be honest with the shape that he looks like. He's like if we still question if Terrell Lawrence can come back and play he's past 33 so I just want again I don't think he's going to come back but do I feel like he's in shape to possibly come back and play yeah in shape to take a hit that's a completely different question but um valid point I think that's the only thing that NFL players like get confused do I believe that you're in shape Yes, I we, believe we you. We kind of talked about this. Do I believe that you could take a hit from like a fresh Shane Ray, for instance, mm-hmm. or who's like? I mean, I'm I'm trying to think because I'm trying not to name any Packers, but <sighs> like, do you really want to take a Donta Hightower hit? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like I fresh off and of not playing for three years or yeah. two years or whatever the case may be. And To that's way longer than both of those. When we talked about this a little bit on the podcast that didn't get recorded, <sighs> um, was just basically the athletes that take some time off for injuries and mm-hmm. whatnot and then try to come back and they injure themselves with that taking that time off and not being in the shape to be able to play exactly. and take the, those full on hits like that so so i guess my answer would be where do i see him going it's very very unfortunate but i see him forcing his hand and getting out of there and because he's been such a problem i don't see too many teams willing to really jump the gun and say we're gonna trade this entire haul to you because 
not only do we know not know how long we're gonna have him for, he's gonna talk when he gets here. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a they problem? don't. This has been a problem. No, I just yeah, this has been a problem. I feel like well, there are you, a lot of teams like, out of line. Like take the do Patriots. I think he's out of line? Yeah, I feel like both parties probably have made okay. you know what I mean mistakes. Yeah. I think this is probably more of the one. Like, I'm more on Le'Veon's side than I am the Steelers, but I'm not more on the Steelers' side than I am AB's. You know what I mean? I'm more right. middle of the road in that one yeah. as opposed to Le'Veon Bills. But because of that, I think they're not going yeah. to want to send him where he wants to go. But because of that reason, they're going to be the only team that's going to be willing to trade like a, for him. Uh, and like, it's probably going to be Frisco. Like, the Patriots w- don't typically take people on who have those personalities like that. Not only that, you know? Bill Belichick, if, if Bill Belichick, is or we will we pay if we believe that receivers stop producing at 33 right if we believe that i believe bill belichick is absolutely one of those people who believe it right so with that being said is he probably would be yeah. like okay here here you go here's, here's a third this. rounder here's a fourth rounder right no we, have, we do okay, have cool. some picks yeah. to trade but <laughs> right, cool. i don't, don't see it with them yeah they're more focused and this is kind of a big thing that we talked about last with the season our last few podcasts and radio shows is mm-hmm. the teams that build around someone who's going to want to win versus just getting paid like you the rams have a very tough tough um off season coming up with everything and how many people they have as free agents yeah. and all of that mm-hmm. so it's like with the patriots i feel like they do a, a really good job of being able to keep people who don't have these giant personalities who want to get paid like brady yeah. is the goat obviously and he doesn't get paid like right all these big high ticket things. When you and look at the bigger names that have gone to New England too, they all came out. And it, and it comes down to it. it's like, do you? Yes, it's possible to get the big payday and win, but it's more likely that you take some cuts here so you can build a team together mm-hmm. to win together. Yep. You guys, I don't think he's done in two years. I don't think he is either. That's what I'm saying with the shape that he's in. Like, so that I means see him he's going gonna, to 35. He's going to bypass the. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I think I so. I think he'll he'll probably end up break. That's why I think he'll I, probably end up breaking so. Jer- all of Jerry's records with what? the Niners. Whoa, whoa, all of that with the night with the Niners. Here we like, go. That's what I'm saying. You said Let's every start single the one season. of Jerry's. Here, oh, first off, that would mean you have to go. How many postseasons do we have? That that one uh, stat alone, Julian Julian Edelman became second to do that, and those mm-hmm. are just playoff games and postseason. I'm talking games. about career numbers though. Right. Just like season crew okay yeah like i'm not even and you then said we all can, jerry rice's records and i was like uh well yeah i'm talking about i'm talking about career you? i'm talking about career God, but i mean nice even, pull still, that up after even still with postseason numbers okay. antonio brown goes to the niners and early up in the draft they go get uh quinnell williams from alabama and plug him in the middle of that defensive line who's to say that they can't go to the postseason constantly that's we, why I don't want him going just, just because we like If Jimmy he plays G. until 35, 36, and Jimmy G is okay, the next time Brady, like, him, like what are we asking? haven't seen him. Do, you can't say that because you don't you know. You said he. No, I, I'm not. I never once said he's the next Tom Brady. Or he was like the heir apparent to Brady, like, beforehand. So, I mean, everybody is Yeah, because he sat like, on the bench behind him, and then when Brady goes, he's the next one, well, I mean, right? Yeah, like, so again, that just puts him point, in the place. Like, that just. Nobody said it about Matt Castle. He's just there, though. That's true. But. That's all I'm I this is awesome. This just got intense a, right in here, and I'm he's amazing. It. I, I think he's shown throughout the season or the few games that he did play, and when he had he had to be back up for Brady, mm-hmm. he showed a lot of good things. But I think the biggest thing is injury questions. He can't. Yes, 
exactly. make it through uh, again, eight games Look, in a you're row. sitting on the bench forever, and then you play a game and you get injured. Yeah. Like that was he did it to himself. Rugged, he said right? it was a freak. In, yeah, he said it was a freak injury. On too, the side, like, like towards the sideline, he was trying to make a like a run. It looked like he was like, indecisive whether he wanted to slide or slide not. Out or and then cut he in. was like, yeah. And then it was one of those things too where he was near the out of bounds, so he was like, let me just plant this foot. Uh, and when he planted it, you seen it kind of wobble. But it kind of seemed like, like he was trying oh, to cut okay. back in. That's why I think he was indecisive. But again, if you're sitting on the bench for a while and you're doing these things, like, (laughs) maybe he was scared to get hit and he's like, I mean, well, "Uh." even then, um, timeout, 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 timeout. Wait a minute. Hopefully this ends the football conversation, but timeout. Flag on the play. Didn't we see Jimmy G go down and is it George Kittle? George Kittle? Or is it Greg Kittle? Uh Uh-oh. I think it's George Kittle. Please look it up. It's a G. I think it's. But anyway, the tight end Kittle broke their single season receiving record with Nick Bethard. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Mullins started George two Kittle. games, actually. So if we're truthfully talking about George Kittle, so if we're truthfully talking about A.B. and going to the Niners, he can make those postseason numbers potentially even without Jimmy G. Yeah. So in last year, George Kittle had uh, thousand three hundred seventy-seven yards. Or, which was crazy, too, because I'm looking at highlights and I'm like. And he's only what? 25 years old. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. So you get a healthy Jimmy G, and then if not, and then if you do get a healthy Jimmy G, you have a, a, a apparently a competent backup in Nick Bethard, and then I guess you can sell the ship on C.J. Mullins, even if they still have him. But um, you go ahead and sell the ship on him. But if you get A.B., Jimmy G, you have your tight end, now you go out, you try to go find maybe maybe now you try to because you get you get a B during a trade, you sure up some of that defense in the draft. Now you're free agency. What are you looking for? Let me go get some runners. I need some running backs. I'm curious to see what. Um, Don't San Washington Francisco got like five running backs? According to the sports book, <laughs> I wonder what Redskins. That's a good question. Yeah, I have that to is look a that very up. good Did question because that it might be good to buy on them now. You're um you're convincing me this, and I don't know if it's just uh. I'm Only reason why Niners, is because I'm looking at the Redskins because the Redskins have Darius Geis, they have Samaj P. Ryan, they have Rob Kelly, they have and they have another one. They have four starting caliber, and I know Geis towards uh, I think ACL before the season started. And he's a rookie, but regardless of the fact, when you look at what he did at LSU and how runners usually translate to the NFL, they got four potential starters. If I'm the Niners. I'm looking at some IJP run. I'm looking at Rob Kelly like, yo, let me <laughs> let me let me snatch you now for a six rounder and hope that they don't realize that, you know what I mean, I might have just took some gold from them. Mm-hmm. See. Know. As far as teams, I'm gonna say probably Packers, the, ni- Packers, the Packers. Niners. But <sighs> but here's interesting too, because um did you guys all look at the tweets or comments from other players trying to recruit AB. No. George Kittle, I know he did it. George Kittle did it. But so did Patrick Peterson and those are the and so the Cardinals or the no. Niners and those were the two were like their rivals on the field but also was like oh they're going after each other that mm-hmm. way. He said yo uh, Patrick Peterson yo AB hit my line. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Peterson doesn't even want to be there I don't think. Well, I think when you start building a team, um, you know, a lot more. Because I watched AZ and Rams, that AZ and Rams game, and the energy is tough. They, Larry Fitzgerald is their god. And Absolutely. they, everything yes. Larry. And yes. it was towards Christmas, so they had like whole 12 days of Larry Fitzgerald oh. thing. Like every break they would sing oh. on the... It's called Fitzmas. So it was just this, it's so much Larry Fitzgerald. And I think that they need some more 
yeah. key players. I'm going to be honest. If AB is looking to, I don't know, I guess kind of be grandfathered into a spot. But, again, you could argue the same thing with the Niners because if you're getting advice from T.O. and Jerry Rice, two historically great Niners, mm-hmm. you're going to get ushered in anyway, whether they're playing or not. So whether you literally want Larry Fitzgerald to hand you the torch, like I don't know if A.B. looks at Larry Fitzgerald, and I understand he respects him, but I don't know if he looks at Larry Fitzgerald as if I haven't already passed you. Right. You know what I mean? So, And then to go there and Which have be- Josh Rosen throwing to you, and right. I can see him chewing Josh Rosen a lot. Yeah. Get this bump And that's the here. thing is he needs to be behind a good, solid quarterback who's got their head on their shoulders and can do take all that and the guidance obviously i think he's a little bit higher on jimmy g and would hope obviously with jimmy g and and again if we go back to what i said before too if he comes to green bay what are you going to say about aaron but josh rosen's going to be very improved next season i think after whoa i thought that was was you i think after (laughs) having one season under i've never been high oh really no i just haven't I didn't see it, like, watching him. I didn't see the stock. Even against, no. It was hard. He had so much competition. It was, I just think, behind the other what if, rookie quarterbacks, yeah. you know, he didn't what if look the that Raiders. great. You could put him in a couple of different draft classes. You could put him in Teddy Bridgewater's draft class, and Dang. you wouldn't get in that one either. What if Jeez. the Raiders acquire him? And then come to Vegas. <laughs> That's not no. chosen Rosen to Vegas? Like, I mean, no. I would no. like the No, maybe. Oh. Maybe. No. Oh, I thought you were talking about Josh. I'm about to say you're going backwards. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I don't like him that it's much. Just my opinion. I mean, yeah. Let's I don't, back up. <laughs> hey, people are gonna think I don't like him at all. But um, no, Gruden. A B. Didn't Gruden just so, trade all of his CBS Sports has a list players that speak too as much? Well. That would be interesting. That okay. Well, maybe you're I right. I don't think Gruden. Right. Would I just looked it up, but um. Let me just search this. CBS Sports had a list, too. So Niners was nice. their top. Cardinals, uh, Raiders, Packers was four. The Cardinals are second? Really? Oh. That's what they had. Patrick Peters is not even going to be there. Like, watch I Patrick also... Peterson go somewhere like Denver. Like, watch John Elway be smart enough to snag him away from oh. there. Like, I'm telling you, John Elway is a genius. Like, he's These are bold. Genius. They're good predictions. I'm not even Miami mad. might, too. Like, might go get who? AB? Yeah. I could see that. If it's not. I could see that. If it's not the Niners, I'm you can hold me to it. I and like if it you see Miami. that, though, don't be surprised if Le'Veon don't go there, But that's too. why I say I didn't want to bring up the Dolphins at all because, obviously, rivalry. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with that. They might. Okay, honestly, now that you just yeah. said that. I don't that. want that problem. Too. Le'Veon was on yeah. jet skis in Miami chilling when Pittsburgh was in the Brown middle of the year. Because Brown lives in Miami. And, Bra- yeah. <clears throat> and so they might scary. draft Kyler. <clears throat> yes. They actually <clears throat> had some decent Wait, can you can games. you pull some things up? When's the the draft? No, when's the last time the Dolphins have been in the postseason? It's a good oh question. My gosh. That is a good question. Everything was switched. If they go draft Kyler, wow. go get AV and Le'Veon. Made the that would be a draft, was, a we free were, agent signing, and that would be a. Uh, wait, is we Le'Veon available to even be a free agent? They would have to trade him too, because he would come back still for that one year deal because he sat out an entire year. Right. So he would still come back for that one year deal, and they would have the chance to. Yeah, they would have the chance to to franchise him again, but they might franchise him to trade him. Okay. Okay. So, like, because now I don't think they're even gonna try to pay him at all. I don't think they want to sign any more of his checks. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, Well, they lose in the wild card a lot. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) What's 
Was that a diss because you're a Patriots fan? Or is that, I sounded like it. Or is that real? I'm just going like, oh, wild card loss, wild card loss, loss, um, loss. Oh, I bet you are. Hey, everyone who's sticking with us, thanks, because we're kind of all over the place. But it's President's Day. We're just oh, having shit. fun. And we have a lot more to talk about, so make sure you kicking it. tune into our podcast because we're going to get in. We're doing all, we're doing a lot of baseball this Thursday, just to let yes, you guys know. I'm Since all for it. I'm, I'm looking at the game that you I know. had, and we didn't even get to I know. I can't attack wait. it. But, but it'll I'm be excited. a lot better because we'll have video. Yes. So it'll be visual and you can we can get this going I'm on with it. Thursday. I'm with it. It's two, okay, two going back. Was the, last time it was the last time they made it. Almost we'll 20 years ago? From, we'll move on. No, I need to. Well, that's what this is. Wow. I knew I was like in the middle school. Round to the Ravens and Steelers. Um, the <laughs> one against Indianapolis. Yo, that is crazy. You know what? Speaking of the podcast, really quick, let me go ahead and plug that now. The OD podcast, we did record episode 2.5. I think we did it on Friday night. So it was Friday night going into Saturday morning. Um, got everything over to Roman. It should be up soon. Um, not even sure if he's at work right now or uh, when it'll be up, but I don't think we sent him or I sent him everything until yesterday or like last night. So, um, it's one thing one. that I do want to, yes, it was a fun one. It was a quick one. It was, it was. a fun one. It was a quick one. We, we missed Medina. Crazy week. Yeah, Medina sat sat this one out. The <laughs> the episode is called "Take the Escalator." Um, Make sure you listen so you can find just, out why. Yeah, just listen to it. Um, <laughs> please take the escalator, fellas. Um, and not the elevator. And not the elevator. There it is. You know exactly what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, again, like I said, it's episode 2.5. Episode 3 will be recorded this week. We're running into some issues with my computer. That's that's what it's looking like. It's looking like they're saying, I'm, um, essentially, I need to just get an external hard drive. I knew I needed to get one. Simple I have fix. one. Yeah, I was about to say, so now that we, we know that use, you have one, yeah. we'll make sure that we get everything running on multiple computers. Um, and I get my external hard drive so I can make sure that we're all good to go. And then we'll make sure that the audio links are, are good. So, Alex, you wanted to talk about some MLB stats? Yeah, I, I want you to tease it. I do. Because I'm looking at, at, at name strips and I'm like, I can't tell this? you this yet because you guys will cheat oh, if I tell okay. you. So, all right, fine. you can't know what these what these are, but we'll play that on Thursday. It's going to be fun because I'm going to have you compare one of the lists that i've seen from mm -hmm. mlb okay so all right um That's but we can talk about win totals because those are up and okay. it's looking like the yankees a lot of signings yesterday too by the way tell me a danny hechevaria signed with the mets mike moustakis mike moustakis went back to the brewers for okay. a one-year 10 million dollar deal so it's just you could just tell uh, like we were talking about before uh it's just one year yeah kind of like a podcast conversation but uh that we that we started on friday talking about could baseball survive if manny machado and bryce harper don't get signed and um again i think that they're trying to prove a point more so with manny bryce i'm not really sure yeah. uh, i feel like they're trying to prove a point more so with manny but Again, as we anticipated, the closer we get to everything fully starting up, we'll see a lot of a lot of signings and everybody will get uh, taken off the market. Yeah, we'll talk about this again Thursday with Medina yeah, too. Definitely. But yeah, we were talking about Le'Veon Bell, right? And I said, could that act like could mm -hmm. that happen in baseball? Yeah, because somebody sit out. Yeah, I just it's crazy. I mean, if Manny sits out again, like I said, I don't think it would be his choice. I think it would be the owners kind of punishing the bad boy of baseball. Are they allowed on choice to sit out with that? 
I'm sure. I'm sure it's their choice. The only reason why, because so yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's absolutely their choice to be like, I'm gonna forego all of this money. It's just so rare that you see it done. Well, mm-hmm. baseball is not a contact sport, correct? True. So that is the one that they could, yeah, that they their could. bodies could handle absolutely. it. Absolutely. Going back to your point of like getting rusty with not seeing a baseball coming at you is. I don't know how much I want to do that either. That's I'm true. sure they, but yeah. oh, that's true. That's true. BP you know, yeah. and. Maybe you're right. right. Maybe you're right. What do I know? What do My I favorite know? sport is basketball. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Yankees are 96. Let me double check this. Where'd they go? Um, 96 and a half. So they were yeah. way over 100 yeah. this year, right? Yeah. So you say again, I over. Yeah. This one's interesting to me. Boston, 93 and a half. Yeah, over that. Why are they lower than the Yankees? And because the Yankees are the Yankees. I told you they build an All Star team every year. But Boston just... has an All Star team. Yeah. We saw them last year in the World Again, we had the conversation. But yeah. see, again, we had the conversation on the podcast, and I just like Andrew Benintendi. And again, it's like going to sound like I'm going buttons. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm going crazy. But Andrew Benintendi, for the first couple of years of his career, was known as a Yankee killer. Like he was a Yankee thorn in the side. And then in the postseason, you were like, oh, he might be an Astro thrown in the side. Oh, he could be a Cleveland Indian thrown in the side. Oh, he's everybody's thrown in the side. So, and then you look at Jackie Bradley Jr., and you're batting seventh, dog. So, once you get past the Mookie Betts and even the Brock Holtz of the world, who they plug in fourth and fifth sometime, and you be like, is this the guy that you really want to bat after your cleanup? And it's just, he's just so clutch in those moments. So you look at how they balance the lineup. You could argue that Jackie Bradley Jr., and I'm not trying to say that he can't play because he absolutely can, but you could argue that Jackie Bradley Jr. is a product of being in the seven hole. If he's a leadoff, if he's batting like Brett Garner in, um, in, uh, for the Yankees in New York, maybe he's actually not batting 289 and he's batting more 230-ish. You know what I mean? You never know. So the reason why I say that is because what I asked Alex on the podcast is can you anticipate a slump, especially baseball, anybody can get hit with a slump, but who's more likely to go through a slump? That's what I'm saying. So when I look at the Yankee lineup and I look at the Red Sox lineup, I'm looking at Mookie Betts and JD as probably the two that are like, you're probably not going to get them in a real funk. When I look at the other side, the season is a long time. And when I mean funk, I understand Giancarlo has had moments John Carlo has had moments where you either strike out or you get a homer. So you either It's that uh era right now. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at with it. So I believe that it turns into when you look at that lineup, you got Gary Sanchez, you have John Carlo, you have Aaron Judge, you got even uh Brett Garner to a certain extent. When he was healthy when Jacoby Ellsbury was playing, it was just like God, Didi. I keep forgetting Didi. Glaber Torres, yes, I, Miguel Andujar. <laughs> like there. when you go back to these people, you kind of sit there and you're like, "Yo, the Yankees can beat you any given day with anybody." All right. So that's what I. We're that's coming what back I with this because I'm not done with this talking about Boston Yankees and who's more likely. Don't be to surprised be if the Dodgers go backwards in a slump. Oh, see, I, that's where I was gonna go. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everyone is talking about healthcare these days. America spends twice that of other developed countries on our healthcare system, yet our health ranks near the bottom. How can we stop spending so much and getting so little? By shifting to a system that gives more patients access to strong primary care. Primary care can help make America healthy again. To learn more about the benefits of primary care, visit www.healthisprimary.org. 
This message is brought to you by America's Family Physicians. I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart. Looking for the best all-you-can-eat buffet for only $1.99? Come to Big Ed's Chow House. But if you're looking for Big Ed, don't come to Big Ed's Chow House. Big Ed passed away last week at 47, leaving his wife and children struck down in his prime by the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test. But Big Ed didn't get it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 7,000 high school students drop out every school day. If you stack their desks one atop the other, it's a pile more than 17,000 feet high. That's 12 Empire State Buildings. But what's truly scary is that another stack is going up tomorrow. We can keep students in school. Visit BoostUp.org and take the first step. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV HD2. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox and Medina Rose. You're. Do you know? Do you notice how we just call her Medina Rose? Yes, always. I like it. And rolls off the tongue. It's easy. These two are making fun of me, so um, <laughs> we're still trying to find my nickname, and they're working on it. So if you guys have ideas, make sure you uh, tweet us. Yes. Hashtag. Yes. Talk, talk nerdy to talk? me. Talk nerdy to me. I don't know. No, you Let's know what my talk, talk nerdy to me is. Oh, yeah. What is your talk nerdy to me for the week? For the week. I picked up a Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky book. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And it's like 91, 99 um, moments of the game, right? Okay. So it's like bringing you back to the beginning of NHL. You should read it. It's a great read. Okay, so okay. that's my geeking out right now. So <laughs> hashtag me, talk nerdy to me, and send me some good sports books that I need to dive into. Okay. All right. Actually, I think I might have a couple. Of, I'm, I might have to use that hashtag when I leave here. Yes. Okay. Um, um, that s- seemed like that was almost like a tip in from you. But speaking of uh, yeah, kind of doing tip-in. that, let's kind of segue into that. Uh, but my dad said that he has a tip in for today. And it is, and again, I don't want to butcher this name, but Mark Garagos, Mark Garagos, the attorney for Colin Kaepernick, predicts that someone will sign him in the next two weeks. Surprisingly, he says that he would not be surprised if he ends up backing up Tom Brady. That's I, I saw and that. My what? dad actually goes on to say that if that happens, it will rock the NFL world and the president. Um, yeah, and he just kind of wants to know what's your opinion on that. Um. I mean, again, I'd have to go back and look at... We talked about this, too, about Cap's film and study and everything else, but he's been out for so long, it's kind of hard to say that... I, I did see some news, too, that the Pats might have him there or might take him, or he'd want him to go there. Right. But... Um, I'm pretty sure the the attorney would push for that. I'm thinking just because of system, like he yeah. would be so shielded and protected. And who's gonna but ask again, Bill Belichick too many questions? Don't right, like people to bring attention, attention like that. Like that. That's true. And 
I don't, and obviously that's why he, why Cap won his case is because there's all these things like you can't say no. It's almost, you know, but um, exactly. I think, I don't know, I'd have to look at the film and see again <laughs> because honestly, when I saw him on the Niners and stuff, I, I wasn't super impressed with everything. Really? And when he was running, running for 181 running, yeah, yards but, but on the that Packers? Does that fit our scheme? Well, maybe because you have a quarterback that can't. <laughs> yeah, it's true too. <laughs> like, I mean, you yeah, can't talk about. Put it around it. Like, you can't talk about works. what you don't how know. Many, we, how many? <laughs> everything works right now. Negative two. Negative two. Oh, that's hilarious. That was good. Yo, Dad, thanks for the tip in. That tip in was actually uh, pretty interesting. I feel like that's gonna drag to the podcast for because, sure. again, like I said, I'm gonna sound crazy and I may sound like a hater, but I've said it multiple times and I'm going to say it again. I do not want Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL. I'm going to say that again. I do not want Colin Kaepernick back in the, fi- in the NFL. Who's going to do their job and feel comfortable at that place of employment? We see oh, okay. Cam there Newton we get. There. Mm-hmm. We see Cam Newton get helmet to helmet to the face mask, and they look at him like, "Oh well, we view you more as a runner," and it's just so indecisive. And then Colin, all it takes is one hit in that sport. All it takes is one hit. Or one juke by the sideline and you tore your ACL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're Regina. only throwing that shot JG, because... I'm sorry, JG. Oh um, You're oh. only throwing that shot because he's no longer a Patriot. That's very true. No, it's just hilarious. Mm. Like you what? come off. Wow, the, is it okay, hilarious? Not, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Not, don't take that out I of context. I was about to say, excuse Do me. Do not yeah, take that out of context. There's no I injury. Mean, it's been, I was about like, to say, take her mic. He finally gets out, and you know, and I'm so excited to see him play because I've been a fan too. I'm like, oh, awesome, you know. And then that happens. It's like, huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's sad. It's, yeah, it, it is sad. It's tough. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. But just ready. Just be ready. 49ers. 49ers or Dolphins <laughs> this year, right? Those are our predictions. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm nah, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Don't don't rule the Packers out of that. Okay. Don't well, like yeah, I'm very serious because at some point you have to get. Don't rule the Saints out. Like, don't rule out teams that are looking at their quarterbacks. Like, we got one or maybe two more left in you. That's true. Like, that's very true. I hope so. Come on, let's let's I don't know, let's man. get Aaron Rodgers. Let, some let's do weapons. it. I, I, what? What? Who's going to argue with you? You bet, Medina, don't say anything. Um, <laughs> who's going to argue with you over here in the studio? Nobody. I can't wait for the podcast now. Oh, We've it's got about a lot. to be lit. Cap might, to talk also, about. Also, Cap might also go to the Panthers. But I did that see that with, would, the, with the Patriots. And I, I was see like, that. you know, Maybe. as far as franchise goes, I don't I don't see them being more as, as accepting as the Panthers would be. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Last thoughts Again. and then take us out of here. Yeah. I was about to say, but don't be surprised again. I keep talking about John Elway in Denver. Don't be surprised if they don't get Colin, too. Or if they're not one of those people that's in there trying to get Colin. Okay. They build things He's around He's paid anyway, so. Yeah. That's why that. you got to understand you when you outgrow a situation. How much do you think he made for that? Colin? Yeah. Uh, oof, that's a podcast conversation because we would have to go back to and look. 60 to 80 million. 60 to 80? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, but yeah. how much has how much of that has already gone back out into the community? Because I know, like for instance, like they count his jersey sales in that, Listen, and all of that. I'm gonna count out. how many times you go back and forth on this. On what? On um, Colin's situation. That was no, I, I don't mean, want now, to play. Root, now that was sticking what? up for him. As far as what? 
how much of that money has gone back to the community. So that's good. No, that's like, what I'm he's saying. He's doing because, good things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, okay. like, for instance. But that's contradicting because you don't want him back in because he sued his job and, you know. Yeah. So I it don't is want him, a little No, bit I don't want him back in. But see, I don't, I, don't think that that's, uh, I don't think that that's more so, like, playing the fence only because it's the middle of the road. Like I said, because... Yeah he the so things that he's done in terms of already with like the money that he's had he's already put it towards yeah, those different you're things you're an advocate for him being more towards because he's it's not like he's gonna stop making done. money yeah it's not like he's gonna run out of money is my point you don't have to go get that money on that football i guess field. i'm just just team cap so i'm like yeah. all or nothing i'm like i'm an advocate for he's a good person give him another chance you're in the middle well no he's really a good person okay he's a good person but because of that you gotta understand when you outgrow a situation keep on talking who is this? This is real alternative radio. Only heard here on the Rebel.